Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch, and along with Jamie, we are your hosts, and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode, and we will speak with you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast. Today, we're covering five reasons why you should be marketing to beginners. Cue our intro for the first time ever. Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch, and along with Jamie, we are your hosts, and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode, and we will speak with you soon. Well, guys, it, tur- it turns out it's episode five, not four. I was just very nervous because we were debuting <laughs> a very, very, very... How good's our intro? Oh, mate, how professional are we looking? Yeah, I know, the organic masterclass. I, um, I know it used to really annoy you when people just used to call you a fitness instructor because, as we know, owning a gym, you have to be so much more than a fitness instructor. If you're owning and operating a coaching business online, you need to be a professional content creator. But, well, what about your, uh, your ex-girlfriend back in the day who used to make fun of you for making yes. people run up, yes. run up the hill? Yes, her name was Kalela Meldrum. I'll never forget her. I was working at Centrelink, um, my first job out of high school. I got very, very lucky. I knew someone that worked there. And we ended up becoming quite friendly. We were the only two young people in the office. And she was doing a social working degree. She was doing it part-time. It was going to take her eight years to complete. And me being the smart-ass, and I said, eight years? You're going to be 35. She's like, yeah, well, guess what? At least I'm not telling people to run up a hill. And she was right. I've, I've been telling people to run up a hill for a long time now. No, no more hills anymore. Just uh, hills. jump on the bike or the rower or something. Yeah. You know the, uh, the stories that you get on stage? Once we get our ClickFunnels Award for $1 million, I want to thank the person that motivated me. Clayla's getting a mention. Well, you just said her first and last name before, so you really called her out. Yeah, well, she's, she's married now, so different last name. She'll never listen to this. You never know, mate. Never know. If we get big enough, if we get big enough. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's cover today's topic. Uh, five reasons why we should be marketing to beginners. Now, mate, before we start the countdown, I'm going to start by saying that if we lucked out on anything, day one, we targeted beginners. Um, it's always kind of been our thing, but I think at the time we didn't truly understand the power of that and, and why it's so important. So before we do the countdown, mate, do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think it was... It, it was by luck and by chance because where we were operating at the time was a bit of a blue collar town. So a lot of just everyday people, there wasn't really too many, I guess, 
outside of like the local football team, there wasn't really too many people that were training regularly. So we, even if we wanted to, we wouldn't have really had the chance to niche down into a specialty. But we started with beginners and did well from the get-go and have never really changed that view on what has worked for us and what we're what we feel like we are best at and that is getting people into the program and starting training for for people who perhaps maybe would never consider any sort of gym or training program and, and the ultimate beginner yeah and with gym owners and especially online coaches you often hear the term niche down you should choose who you're targeting and I just fundamentally disagree with that at a local level. Now, you can say the word beginner is a niche, but I completely disagree. And we're going to dispel that myth as we go through the five reasons why. So, mate, you set, you set them through to me. We'll, we'll start off. Number one, over 99% of people in society would consider themselves beginner. What do you mean by that? So if, if you have a group of 1,000 people, there's probably only 10 or less people that would actually be training regularly, would be confident in their training ability, would consider themselves athletes or experienced or, you know, insert word that would be anything other than beginner. And the rest of them are either not exercising or training at all, and a big portion of those probably, probably never will train or exercise at all. But there is just that, that middle ground of person that we have always attracted and we do try to appeal to and attract where they have done a little bit of training here and there. Maybe it was last year, maybe it was three to five years ago, maybe it was a decade ago, or maybe they are training at the moment, but they're just not doing it that much. And they still very much would call themselves beginners because they aren't in that category of training two, three, four times a week, taking care of their diet, taking care of their sleep, taking care of their stress. So even people who are dabbling in training, if you ask them, would probably still consider themselves beginners. Well, we run lots of Facebook ads, as you guys know, and two of our most successful campaigns ever was a 28-day beginner, beginner, uh, beginner bootcamp and a six-week beginner blueprint. And some of the people that have come through it had come through that funnel. They've come to the gym and in our own minds, we thought, you are definitely not a beginner. Uh, but they've had, they've had time off. My partner, Ellen, goes to a CrossFit um, behind our house. And she, to this day, doesn't like going to partner workouts because she feels like a beginner. She doesn't want to hold other people back in the class. And she's been going there for 12 months now. So very, very few people actually consider themselves in that intermediate or advanced level. And in your advertising, if you are going to call out a large group of people, i.e. beginners is a great one, which is why I don't think it's actually a niche because it's such a large amount of the population. No, I think you're just doing, doing a good job at labelling a very broad range of people. You know, another way to say it would be like the everyday person. But I think beginner really targets and sort of zones in on what people are thinking they are for themselves. And we all know that not every single person in society is wanting to exercise or will, but there is that portion of people that do. And if they're seeing some advertising or marketing or hearing about it through someone else and they know that, this program is for beginners and we take on beginners, then it really just does 
speak to them a lot clearer because they are thinking this is for me, I'm a beginner, even though maybe I am doing a bit of training, I would still consider myself, you know, fundamentally to be a beginner. And when that resonates with people, that, that's what effective marketing is. When you're able to speak to people and they can, they can nod along at home when they're scrolling their phone and think, yep, that's me, yep, that sounds like it, it would be good for me, yep, I want to do that. And even if people are at the upper echelon of beginner to intermediate, if they've not training, they've had some time off, they do not want to walk into a session with people doing overhead squats day one. They want to ease themselves back into it. So even if it's a 28-day, 21-day, six-week beginner program, it also just makes logistic, it makes sense for that person just to, okay, well, I've had some time off. I'm going to be a beginner again before I get started. And like one of my good friends, James, he's a professional bodybuilder. And I remember... I did my first workout with him in 2018. He's an IFBB pro. I'm slightly pudgy. And I lifted weights for 10 years. And, and I was a beginner. And, mate, do you want to share your story when you first walked into AFC? Um, yeah. So when we uh, did take over one of the gyms that we still are a part of at the moment, this was years ago now, and we're in the process of, of buying the gym, and part of it was that I wanted to go in and do some sessions and see what it was like from like a member perspective and what they were kind of doing. Uh, so I went in and, and took took a session. And my first one, I was actually a little bit nervous walking into that session. There was a 6 p.m. session. There was about six or eight people there. Now, I'm not the world's fittest guy, but I, I feel like I can, you know, hold my own with fitness and strength and can do most different movements. So it wasn't really from from that perspective, but just something new. I, I thought, geez, I'm a little bit nervous. And, and I think I think it's important to know what people are thinking when they are trying something new. And ultimately, like Jamie said with his partner and Jamie's experience with, you know, with James, a lot of people do consider themselves beginners, even if they probably aren't, but in their own minds are they, they would be. And I, I've been lifting weights for more than half my life and it might not look like it, but trust me, I have four times a week forever. Like you've been, you've been lifting weights since you were 16. You've been actively doing strength and conditioning for the last seven years, and it was still a nerve-wracking experience. So I think as fitness professionals, one of the biggest things that I see, we just commonly forget how out of shape people get quickly, how much people fall in and out, and what percentage of people do consider themselves a beginner. All right, mate, let's move on to number two. Yeah, th this is probably uh, probably my favourite one, really. And this is what ultimately gets forgotten, I think, a lot of the time, the longer you're in the industry. Well, mate, but, num number, two, number two is, mate, I'll let, you, I'll let you go with it. Number two is you can truly help beginners if they are not training with you, then they're probably not training at all. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. Like, it is, one, you know, perhaps my favourite one because... It's easy to forget as a trainer or a gym owner or fitness professional that you are actually in the industry of helping people. And obviously you can help people become better athletes, become better at their sport. You can help them get from 13% body fat to 9% body fat. But for us and what we have always done well is help people effectively get, get off the couch. And the second part of that is if for beginners, in our mind, if they're not training with us, they're probably not training with anyone. 
if you are helping like a, an, an athlete become a better football player or like I mentioned, helping someone reduce their body fat from 13 to 9% or, you know, whatever it may be, if they weren't with you, there's a good chance they'd be doing some other sort of training. Maybe not as effective. Maybe they wouldn't see as good a results. I'm not, not contesting that. But they probably would still be doing some other sorts of training. Whereas for beginners, a lot of the time, if they're not with you, they're not training with you, then they're doing nothing. So you are truly their avenue and, and their, I guess it's their only option for, for success is through your program. And that's how we view it. And that's why we are so passionate about it still after all this time, because we know we really are truelling people that are otherwise not being helped. We not we might not be the most technical trainers in Newcastle. In fact, I know that we're not the most technical trainers in Newcastle, but I will proudly put our before and afters up against anyone else. One, because we train the most amount of people and you touched on it before, but like we're bringing women into the gym that are over the age of 40 and need to lose 20, 30, 40 kilos. We're getting them off the couch because they just start doing something. They get such a large, immediate result. We help people lose 20, 30, 40 kilos a truly life-changing amount of weight as opposed to a 30-year-old man who wants to lose three kilos so he looks slightly better in the right lighting when he wakes up in the morning faster. It is a different level of goal, a different level of transformation. And I truly love the fact that we help people go from absolutely nothing to being in the best shape of their life. And it just improves all aspects. Everything they do in life gets better. Yeah, and it's not just about weight loss. It's it's about them actually doing some regular activity and some regular exercise, being a part of a community, which, you know, obviously group training is, is a big part of it, starting to eat better, starting to feel better about themselves, be, being fitter. And obviously weight loss is normally a product of doing, you know, all those things consistently and training well and eating a bit better. And and there are trainers out there who specialise in, help, in helping you know, men in their 20s and 30s lose body fat and increase lean muscle. And that is a niche and it's just not us. And that's where for us, we've, we've always been able to help help such a broad range of people because we have been targeting and we appeal to beginners. And like I, I mentioned, if they're not doing anything with us, then they're probably not going to be at the gym up the road. They're probably not going to go for a run a few times a week. They're probably not going to by an online program around counting your macros, it's really us or nothing. And if it's not that, it is in our eyes. And that's why we are so so passionate about it because we we feel as though that we are their, their final option. And if they don't do something with us, then they may never do something for the rest of their days. And like, it's, it's very different from online to in your local area. So typically in a local area running a gym, you've got about a five kilometer circumference around your gym you want to capture the largest amount of audiences possible. How many people consider them beginners compared to how many of them are elite bodybuilders that want to compete? And yeah. that, is, that is one of the biggest differences. And if that is the elite bodybuilder that wants to compete, they're going to go to my IB, I, IFBB friend, James. They're not, so, they're not going to go to James Richardson and Mitchell Doan that like lifting weights four times a week. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and, and you're, you know, ex rugby league player or and you played for Australia or something, then you know, a bit of a different story. But for, for regular old Joes like Jamie and I, it, it's always just been something where we 
feel like we can help help uh, such a broad range of people from from targeting targeting just everyday folks and and right. feel like we can really help them. All right, mate. Let's move on to number three. Your marketing message can be consistent. Yeah. So I think I think if you have if you're trying to be too much to do to to everyone, your marketing message can get a little bit baffled, a little bit polluted. So if, if one promotion you're, you're sort of targeting, like we're doing now, targeting beginners, and then next month you're trying to help teenagers, you know, teenage boys bulk up for summertime, and then you're going back to helping soccer players getting fitter, and then you're helping grandmas in their 60s. Like it, it's, it's just there's too much variation there. And, and I think it's good to have variations of your offers but I think you need to have a core marketing message and ours has always been towards everyday people and to beginners. 28-day beginner, blue, beginner blueprint, 28-day beginner bootcamp, six-week new year, new me, 28-day reset, 28-day kickstart. The name and the offer also always implies that they are beginners, they're getting off the couch, we are just getting them started. And having that wide range of offers with a large audience of people around our gyms that consider them beginners is why I have why we've been so successful. Yeah, and, and, and there is going to be one person out of a hundred that's wanting to come in and do Olympic lifting, or, or or they're wanting to, you know, they're wanting to compete in the regional CrossFit championships in Australia, like that was just on at the moment or they're wanting to, you know, take their rugby league to the next level. And that's, it might be once a year we get someone inquire like that and you just politely say, sorry, I don't think we are for you. But the other the other hundreds of people that inquire, they're going to be a good fit because that's well, where the marketing let's, message is. Let's go the inverse of that, mate. Let's say, let's say you have a gym full of 20 people and they're all great CrossFit athletes. they all aspirational, want to compete at regionals. And you have a ton of beginner ads and all these people are coming in, they're going to be really nervous, really scared, apprehensive, which takes us on to our fourth point, which is gyms are scary for new starters. Like catering for beginners helps alleviate their anxiety and can really create that community vibe. And mate, one thing I've always noticed about Breakthrough Active is the people that are beginners that have never fit in elsewhere, once they come into our gym, once they get a result, they all get around each other because they all see themselves with other people, people that typically wouldn't walk into your 24-hour gym and jump on the leg press. Yeah, and I think from a sales and marketing standpoint too, like when you are actually having that conversation with person on the phone and they're shit scared, to, to put it bluntly, and we can actually honestly say, listen, like it, you know, our program is full of people like you, everyday people, women in their 40s, women in their 50s, women in their 60s, their partners, men in their 50s. We have some younger people or, or, who are all super lovely and love training with with uh, some older people, but I know you're going to fit in just fine because the very vast majority of people who started were in the exact same position you're in. But if you've – and that obviously is going to alleviate a lot of that worry and anxiety that they have, not completely because there's always still that, that concern, but compare that to knowing that they're going to be walking into – the 6 a.m. session tomorrow morning for their first one, and you've got six guys in their 20s who all take their shirts off when when the workout starts. You, you've got you've got a bunch of girls who, who are wearing, you know, not much, 
which is fine, but it's probably going to be a little bit. I got that 10% discount codes for right away. Yeah, and and that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's it's going to be a little bit of a deterrent for the 58-year-old woman who's just walking in wearing a clothes from Kmart. So it's it's just... Lots of, Michelle, lots of Michelle Bridges tights in our gyms, mate, from Big W. Yeah, so it's just another way that we can lower that, lower that anxiety level and lower that worry and make it easier for people to start if we can confidently and honestly say that our program is full of people like they are. And it always goes back to sales and marketing, getting your messaging across, generating leads, getting members. And if I look around in Newcastle and any town on us, the majority of the gyms, they are set up to serve intermediate to advanced people. There are so many gyms that cater towards that. There are very, very, very few gyms that put out there socially, hey, we are for beginners. If you're an outsider, if, you, if you're low on confidence, if you have to lose a bunch of weight, you have any injuries, you're scared of the gym, come to us. That, that puts us in a position of power because there's few locations in Newcastle that offer that. And what does that mean, Mitch? We can actually charge a higher price. When we have come across people that are avid CrossFitters or avid F45ers or avid BFT, the fit stops, they're all shopping around and they just jump from different workout modality to different workout modality. Flavor of the month at the moment is Pilates. Once that craze passes, they're going to come back around again. When you have beginners and we're the only option, our marketing message stands out and we can charge more because they've got nowhere else to go. And and I think just about every gym would actually say, oh, yeah, we, we cater for everyone. You know, we, we'll have you in like we have beginners and they've probably got a couple of stories where, you know, Susie's 63-year-old grandma came in and she's lost 25 kilos and like, go Susie, Susie's grandma, that, that's great. But they are then, absolutely few and far between. And then Susie's friend joins, who's not as talented as Susie, not as coordinated, and she's doing double unders in her first workout. And Susie's friend doesn't like it. Yeah, my point was more around just like every gym says that they cater for people, and they would to an extent, but their bread and butter aren't those people. Their no. bread and butter are the people who who have been doing some training, you know, through sports, or they've been gym gym people for a while and. They're just trying something new, where for us, it's, it's not about them trying something new. It's about them coming in to solve a problem that they have. They're wanting to lose weight. They're wanting to get healthy. They're wanting to improve their activity level so they can keep up with their grandchildren. They actually have a real reason why they're wanting to do it. And they're not just wanting to lose three or four kilos so they can look a bit more shredded for the summertime. Now, mate, let's move on to step five. Step five, we're both very, very passionate about. It's probably one of the most annoying things that you can have in your gym. And that is that members that are beginners, they don't have egos and they're not too worried about the actual program themselves. They jump in the workout, they have fun, they're happy to pair up with new people. They just make great welcoming members. And the inverse of that, I'll use uh, an example from my partner's gym again, is there was a guy who was going there, he was an avid crossfitter, first session in the gym, and they were doing box step overs. And apparently, mate, both feet have to touch the top of the box before yeah, you can go that. to the other side. And he interrupted the class, interrupted the coach, and pretty much called the coach out for doing the wrong thing. 
And that is just like the absolute worst thing for your culture, your community you can possibly have. Are members in there with huge egos that think they're above the program or think that they're above the gym. Yeah, and then they'll start to complain more. Oh, you know, when are we going to get those new rogue barbells? When, when are we, we haven't done muscle-ups for two weeks. When are we going to do those again? Oh, we, we've been, you know, we did kettlebell swings on Monday. Why are we doing them again on Friday? Like, that's just workout-based, let, let, let alone when, like you said, we've got a partner workout, someone new's in, or you're partnering up with, with people, so-and-so, you know, ego egocentric member they're they're wanting to get their best workout in every single time they're wanting to push balls to the wall lift the most weight they can go as fast as they can and it's all about them which some gyms are like that and that's fine it's just it's just not for us and we we literally have next to no headaches or next to no queries or or issues with what the workout is about partner workouts about the brands of equipment that we have but there, there's nothing, there's nothing like that because the people that we attract, you know, they aren't avid CrossFit people that, that are looking at all the standards and techniques of all the movements like box step overs. They're, they they're not. Me. Sorry, mate. You go, sorry. They, they don't know like that Rogue have just released a new barbell and that's now on sale and all the cool CrossFitters have it. Yeah. So it's just, they're, they're very easygoing people. They're very appreciative of all the help that they get. They're appreciative that we keep a nice clean facility we provide varied workouts that are always as fun as possible we have lots of partner workouts so they're interactive trainers are nice we're always sure to give them a fist bump on the way out have a chat to them ask how their day's going ask how their work's been how that project was last week what you, what them and the kids are getting up to on the weekend and we feel as though that is far far more important than than the rogue barbell or or the exact way to do a box step over the most effective way possible so you can go as fast as possible in the workout. And the beginner that comes into your gym that loses 20 kilos, you truly change their life. They've got other beginner friends and they just, they become your absolute raving fan. They become referral machines. And when that new member comes in the door, the nervous, anxious, terrified, shit scared member as you put it, the previous beginner has got the transformation. They are the first person to walk up to that person shake their hand, introduce himself, take them under the wing. And the inverse of that is the CrossFitter who it's deadlift day and he's truly trying to PB his deadlift. And like you actually, I sometimes may, not often, but back in the day where new member would come in, it'll be a partner workout and you'd strategically put them with certain people because other people, you know, they wouldn't be friendly. It's a terrible gym. It's a terrible environment to have. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you're wanting everyone just to be, be of the same same thought process and the same opinion that it's great that people are starting. And and the amount of times I've heard our our older members, not not old in age, but more loyal members that have been with us for a while walk up and say, you know, I remember my first session and can promise you it gets a little bit easier each time. Like they literally do your job for you. They, they say the things that we say to them. And it's yeah. great knowing that that you've got people there helping them out, helping them show Show them where the equipment is, where you put your keys, where the toilet is, you know, what, what different weights we have, you know, and helping them in, in the workout itself as opposed to someone who's just so laser-focused on, on their own workout and, and having someone like that who maybe is newer or just starting, is, if anything, is a pain in the ass because they're getting in the way or they're slowing them down or whatever it may be. Yeah. So, mate, let's recap. 
five reasons. Reason number one, over 99% of people in society would consider themselves a beginner. So we target beginners. That is not a niche if 99% of people do consider themselves a beginner. So it's a great way for your market, your message to penetrate. Number two, you can truly help beginners. If they're not training with you, then they're probably not training at all. So the biggest transformations we've had are taking someone who was 40 kilos overweight, truly changed their life as opposed to the gym hopper who wants to lose a kilo for the festival on the weekend. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are in it to change lives, you truly have the biggest transformations. Number three, mate, your marketing message can be consistent at all times. Number four, gyms are scary for new starters. Catering for beginners helps alleviate that anxiety and it does remove the barrier to entry for people to join your gym. And number five, it could be the most important, mate. Beginners don't have any egos. They're better members. They just come in, they get hot, they get sweaty, they have fun. They come to our community events and they refer their friends. Yeah, we've had some members over the years that are a bit too cool for school and they're often the ones that are complaining about the price of the membership when they've got the cheapest rate out of anyone. So it's just... It goes full circle. They're, they're, there's, they, they're, the, they're the ones complaining about the workouts, complaining that we should need, we, we want new equipment, we should get a second session on Saturday. So, yeah, that one is hits really close to home for us because we have had those people over the years and we don't anymore. I've got a bonus one, mate, and we've kind of covered it already, but the sixth reason is just like if you target beginners and we used to run boot camps before we had our gyms, I truly felt like we didn't have any competition. No, and that, might, that's... And that might sound silly because there's 50 gyms in Cardiff, Warners Bay and Adamstown. But like if like F45 to BFT to Fitstop to Airlocker, they're all clones of each other. And like if, if Rebel Training is another one, so we'll have people in Newcastle and you see it, they'll, they'll absolutely love F45 for a year. Rebel will open up. They'll be Rebel's biggest fan and they'll be Fitstop's biggest fan and they'll be BFT's fan. All along, we've had good old Leslie at Breakthrough Active for five years and she's the biggest fan of us of all time. Yeah, and, and we touched on it in point number two where you, know, you can truly help beginners because if they're not training with you, they're probably not training at all. So someone who is going from program to program to gym to gym, they're not beginners. They're, they, they've got some goals in mind, but they're small. You know, they're just wanting to lose a few kilos, wanting to get a bit stronger. But you, you, they're probably going to get that help no matter where they go. And, and they're the type of person that fairly disciplined and could probably go to a 24-7 gym and, and be able to still just get some pretty good results. So I see, I see it all the time. I'd have a laugh and think about you. Like I go to a 24-hour gym just to train on my own. And you can tell the CrossFitters in there that do not want to pay the CrossFit membership. They've got their nanos. They've got their, they, they, they got the wad timer on and they're doing these massive CrossFit lists in a 24 hour gym. So they're not the people that you want. Nah. So yeah, no, it is a good one because quite often when we're getting people started, they're not thinking about what other gyms are nearby. What, what, you know, what's the price of this compared to the price of the one up the road it's just they've bought into your marketing message and this is it it's this or nothing so there's no competition they're just deciding if they want to do it or or if they're going to continue down that route of doing nothing have we got time for number seven just one more bonus one very quickly if they are not a beginner 
they will feel like they can do it on their own. If that person can do it on their own, why would they pay you a high ticket price? When they feel as though they can go to the 24 hour gym, they can have a home gym or they can go for a run. When the beginner looks at you, there's no other option. They know they need your help. Therefore, they are a better member. Well, every single person who gets personal training or group training really is because they, they know that they can't do it by themselves as well. And there, I feel like there's levels to that because you would have some people that would think, oh, if I was with a personal trainer, I'd probably work out a bit harder. Or if I was part of this group program, I'd probably work out a bit harder and a little bit more regularly. And that might just be like the intensity would go up 10% or they would train five times a week instead of four. But in our case, it's like they're training with us or they're doing nothing. And not only are they doing nothing, that they are probably doing less every single month and every single year than they did the year before. They're just in an absolute rut. So they're happy to pay a premium price, price to solve that problem because there is such a disparity between what they're doing now and what they'd be doing with us, as opposed to someone who maybe be able to improve their, you know, five kilometer park run time from 22 minutes to 21 and a half minutes. Like it's a goal and it's great and they'd feel great when they get there, but if they don't do it, their life isn't really going to change that much. Absolutely. Well, man, I really enjoyed this podcast. That was your topic. I really liked it. Um, and of all the things that we've done, mate, it's probably one of the most important things that we stumbled upon early on, which was going after beginners uh, and people that really need our help. Yeah, I agree. Fell us backwards into it, but very glad that we did. Awesome, mate. Well, let's wrap it up, guys. Thank you for listening to episode five or episode four. I haven't got the outro ready yet, mate, but by episode six, we'll have the outro cranking. Looking forward to that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a lovely, lovely day. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you did enjoy the episode, then we do have a free Facebook group that you can join. It's called Fitness Business Growth, a group run by gym owners for gym owners. We share a lot of very valuable information that can be helpful for fitness business owners. So if you are wanting to get more of what you just heard, hop on, add yourself in and be a part of that group. Until next time, thanks for listening and we'll talk with you soon.